This program is presented by CreamCityUSA.com. This is Vincent Price. Have you ever had one of those days where nothing goes right from the moment you first wake up? Len Doyle is having just such a day. First he overslept, then there was no hot water for his shower. He nicked himself shaving, popped a button on his shirt, lost a cufflink, and broke a shoelace. Len would like nothing more than to crawl right back into bed. And he would, if only... Len! Len, hurry up! You're going to miss your plane! I know, Helen, I know. I'm hurrying as fast as I can. Where, where's my breakfast? Don't, don't I get any breakfast? Here, orange juice and a piece of toast. Oh, You'll have to eat it on the way. You haven't got time, Len. Oh, all right. Have you got my plane ticket? Yes, and your bag's in the car. Now let's get going. Wait. I, I think I hear the telephone. Let it ring. Oh, I better answer it. It might be the office. You get the car. Hello? And that's only the beginning of our story. Mutual Radio Theater, a new adventure in radio listening. Five nights of exceptional entertainment every week. Brought to you in Elliot Lewis's production of the Mutual Radio Theater. Our story, Long Distance by Steve Sharon. Our stars, Janet Waldo and Lou Horn. Mutual Radio Theater is brought to you by Sears, a name that means quality and value. A name that you can count on for service and dependability. Sears where America shops for value. Autocraft battery, it's all right. Saved my life one dreadful night when I told Big Dutch I won't fight. He said, how about now? He broke a table over a chair. I went from a coop to go anywhere. My lights had been on while I was there. Motorcraft, don't fail me now. I turned the key as it came through the door. My motorcraft made the engine roar. Then I heard Big Dutch as he stamped and swore. Gonna get me a motorcraft battery for sure. Quality parts for all makes of cars. Motorcraft, for sure. I like pepperoni, but it doesn't like me. Feel better fast with Digel. With the ingredients in Digel, relief from acid indigestion and gas starts in less than a minute. I like corned beef. I like cabbage. I like franks. I like beans. I like spaghetti. And meatballs. But they don't like me. If you like something that doesn't like you... Feel better fast with Digel. Digel relief starts in less than a minute. For occasional use only as directed. Len Doyle, a young Denver real estate appraiser, is just leaving for the airport when the phone rings. Len is already in danger of missing his flight, but he goes back to answer the phone on the chance that the call may be important. Hello? Hello. Hello, Leonard. Aunt Gertrude? Is that you? Yes, dear. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. But I'm afraid I can't talk to you right now. I'm on my way to St. Louis. On business, actually. But <laughs> Well, you've spoiled the surprise. You see, I was going to stop by to visit you while I'm in town. Oh, 
I've got to go now, Aunt Gertrude. Helen's waiting for me in the car. I'll call you as soon as I arrive in St. Louis. And don't worry about picking me up at the airport. I'll get a cab. Leonard, wait. You mustn't fly. It isn't safe. Do you hear me? You mustn't fly to St. Louis. Yes, dear. Now, now, don't worry. I'm sure I'll be fine. Oh, I've got to go. I'll see you this afternoon. Leonard, wait! Bye! I'm coming, I'm coming! You didn't say who called. Oh, it, it was Aunt Gertrude. Aunt Gertrude? Yeah, can you beat that? Here I am on my way to St. Louis thinking what a surprise it'll be when I show up at her door. And she calls me right before I leave. <laughs> anyway, I told her I was coming. Oh, why? You still could have surprised her. Mm, yeah, but it wouldn't have been the same. Ah, it was good to hear the old girl's voice again, but her timing sure could have been better. <laughs> now I am really late. Oh, the traffic's not that bad. We'll make it. Did she say why she called? Well, there really wasn't time to chat. Oh, but when I told her I was coming, she said not to fly. You're kidding. <laughs> I didn't I ever tell you? It, it all started when Amelia Earhart disappeared. Oh. Yeah, ever since then, Gertie's been afraid to fly. <laughs> That's why she took the bus to Denver for our wedding. Oh, I love your aunt. She's such a character. Yeah. I've been thinking about her a lot lately. You know, she's the only family I've got left. I worry about her being all alone. If we both didn't have jobs here, I'd move back to St. Louis. Lan, why don't you ask Aunt Gertrude to move to Denver? She can live with us. We got plenty of room. Do you mean that? Why not? I'm home most of the day working on my illustrations. I could use the company. Besides, it'd be a real hoot having someone like Aunt Gertrude around. You know, if you weren't driving this car, I would give you the biggest kiss. <laughs> Shall I pull over? Oh, don't tempt me. <laughs> We're late enough as it is. <laughs> Union flight 319 for Chicago, now boarding at gate 24. Here's your ticket. Oh, yeah. I can't go anywhere without that. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll see you in two days. Oh. Mm. You better hurry. Bye. Call me when you get to St. Louis. Yeah, I will. Dr. Williams, please report to the Union Airline desk. Oh, hey, excuse me. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh... Uh, flight 405 to St. Louis. Has it left yet? 405. Yes. Well, no, that leaves in three minutes. Oh, but it can't. I I'm supposed to be on it. Look, here's my ticket. Well, we ask our passengers to check in at least a half hour before departure, Mr. Uh, Doyle. Yes, I know that, but, but I overslept. Look, I've got to get to St. Louis. Well, we do have a later flight. Oh. I see. Yes, yes, leaves at 1142. Oh. Shall I reserve a seat for you? No, no. I have a business appointment this morning. Look, can't you call and make them hold the plane? Oh, I'm sorry, sir, but that's against company policy. Oh, isn't there any way I can get on that flight? Well, there's always a chance of a delay while the passengers are boarding, but you'll have to run for it if you're going to make it. Oh, thanks. Uh, Mr. Doyle, your ticket! 
Do you have any baggage? No. Oh, yes, this overnight bag. Well, you can carry that on board. Oh, please hurry. There you are. Thanks. Have a nice flight. Global flight 201, now arriving from Mexico City at gate 12. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me, please. Why don't you look where you're going, fella? I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. Can I get by? I'm, I'm, I'm late. Ex excuse me. Hold it. Huh? Just where do you think you're going? Uh, 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 gate 37. Uh, I'm on the flight for St. Louis. Uh-uh, not till you go through the metal detector. Oh, yes, of course, but, but, uh, but I'm already late. Mister, everybody goes through the metal detector, no exception. Yes, I understand that, and I'm perfectly willing to go through it if you'll just hurry up. You see all these people here? They're all waiting to go through, just like you, only they were here first. So, if you just step to the end of the line... Oh, but I'm late! That's not my fault. Just step to the end of the line. But I have to... To the end of the line. Oh, great. Just great. Gertie, I love you dearly, but why? Why did you have to call this morning? I beg your pardon. to bring you this special news bulletin. Union Airlines Flight 405 bound for St. Louis has crashed on takeoff from Denver's Stapleton <gasps> International Airport only minutes ago. Len! Len! No! Reach out! Reach out and touch someone! This is Sarah Vaughn for the Bell System. I've been reaching out for years because it seems like I'm always away from someone I love. You treating your folks tenderly? Give them a call. It's important. Reach out, call up, and just say hi. Wherever you are, you're never too far. They're waiting to share your day. Come on and reach out. Reach out and touch someone. From coast to coast, calling up friends to keep them close. Families who care so much, keeping in touch. Oh, reach out, reach out, and touch someone. Reach out, reach out, and touch someone. Reach out and touch. Reach out. A frantic rush to the airport, a quick farewell. And now Helen Doyle hears on her car radio the painful news that she may have said goodbye to her husband for the last time. And police and fire officials have closed off the area. The number of passengers aboard the flight is not known at this time, but Union Airline officials are expected to release the information shortly. This latest tragedy brings the number of airline crashes this year to a total of... Uh, I've, I've got, to, got to get back to the airport. Find out.
give you any information please, around here. Please, I, I, can't you tell me anything about well, my I husband? Information. His name is Doyle. Leonard Doyle. I, I'm sorry, madam, but... Well, what about I, my partner, George Baker? Is, is there any news about him? Is my yes, daughter, no. Julia Warren, on your passenger well, list? Now, let me... She was supposed to leave for school today. <laughs> I'll see if I can... I, I can't remember what uh, flight she was on. But please, madam, the oh. airline's doing the best it can. Oh, if you please, were doing your I've best, this wouldn't have happened. I'm sorry, no, I didn't mean... Well, I know, I know how hard this must be on all of you, but we are trying to find out as much as we can about the accident and who was involved. So please, folks, will you please will be you patient? Please check this as quickly as possible. Uh, well, now... Uh, when do you suppose they're going to tell us? I, I don't know. Computers. That's the trouble. Getting computers to talk. Yes, I, I suppose so. It's, uh, it's your partner you're waiting to hear about, is it? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's not quite the same as you waiting to hear about your husband, but... My husband! That's what I mean. It's not the same, of course. Is it? That man in the phone booth over there. Huh? Yes, it is. Excuse me. Oh, 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 it is. Oh, it sure is. Oh, yes, that house to Jack. It's Len, all right. Len, Len. Helen. Oh, oh, thank God. Oh, 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 oh it's, it's. It's all right. I'm alive. I'm, it's all right now. I, I, I thought you were dead. I know, I know. I, I was praying you hadn't heard. Oh, I've been calling the house again and again. There's, there was no answer. They would, they would tell me if you were on board. I, I was too late for the flight. I ran as fast as I could, but I was too late. No, it's all right now. It's all right. Oh, I'm so glad I was too late. Please don't go to St. Louis. No, no, of course I won't go. I'll stay. I'll stay. I won't leave now. I don't ever want you to leave me. No, no. I'm feeling much better, Mr. Adams, really. Well, it's just that under the circumstances, I think it's better if I didn't go to St. Louis right now. That's quite all right, Len. I understand. You see, I promised Helen I'd stay with her. And to tell you the truth, I'm... I'm not too crazy about flying anywhere right now. I don't blame you. All of us here at the office are just relieved that you weren't aboard that flight. Yeah. You know, it hasn't quite hit me yet, just just how close I came to... Well, anyway, if it's all right with you, I, I'd like to take the rest of the week off. You take all the time you need, Len, and don't worry about St. Louis. The appraisal can be postponed. Now, I'll call and let them know the situation. Oh, thanks, Mr. Adams. You just take care of yourself and, and, and give my best to Helen. I will. Thank you. Uh, I'll see you Monday. Bye-bye. Oh, I guess it gave Mr. Adams quite a shock when he heard about the crash. But he's glad I'm safe. Oh, and uh, I have the rest of the week off. Oh, good. I think you can use it. Oh, we can both use it. Oh, Helen, turn up the volume on the TV. I want to see if they've got anything more on the crash. Oh, okay. The cause of which is still under investigation by Federal Aviation Authorities. 
Meanwhile, Union Airlines has released a list of the passengers on board flight 405. There were no survivors in the crash. Those poor people. Of those names now appearing on your screen, all but six were residents of the Denver, Colorado Springs area. Helen, look. What? My name, it's on that list. Oh, no. Oh, where's the number of that airline? But how, how, how could they make such a mistake? Well, you gave them your name at the airline, didn't you? Well, of course I wanted to find out if you were... Well, a... with all the confusion, they probably think you're still there with the other relatives. That you've already been notified. And we forgot to tell them you were too late to board the plane. Ah, here it is. Helen, see if there's any more news about the passengers. Oh, hello? Union Airlines. Yes. Uh, I'd like to speak to and someone in charge of releasing are being allowed to continue crash. as scheduled. Yes, sir. In other uh, news, the Middle Leonard East Doyle, situation took a positive a step forward today. Both Israeli and Egyptian sources confirm that negotiations are continuing <sighs> and an That's agreement is that. pending. Yes. I, I understand. And, and I'm sorry for the mix-up, too. Yeah, it, it was my fault. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, the airline is going to notify the wire services and the local news media to have my name taken off the list. Oh, good. I just hope they can correct it before our friends see it. Otherwise, you'll be deluged with sympathy calls. Len? Hmm? What about Aunt Gertrude? Holy smoke, I forgot. Oh, she'll have a heart attack if she hears about the crash. Oh. I'd better call. Oh, yes. I'll try again later. In the meantime, why don't we go out to dinner? It'll take our minds off what's happened. Oh, oh, I'd love to, but what if Aunt Gertrude phones while we're gone? Mm, we really ought to stay home just in case. Yeah, you're right. But I don't think you should have to cook dinner. No problem. I can reheat the spaghetti sauces in the refrigerator. Oh, but you'll have to go to the store and get some more spaghetti. <laughs> I will if you'll promise to lie down and take a nap before dinner. After what you've been through, I think you could use it. It's a deal. you called. We've been trying to telephone you. Um, th there, there's been a, a change of plans. Len won't be there until some other time. He, um, he, he missed the plane. I told Leonard not to fly. Oh, yes. Yes, you did, didn't you? Oh, it's a good thing he wasn't on that plane, because I'd better let Len tell you about it when he gets back. I sent him to the store to get some spaghetti for dinner. Are you still cooking on that old stove I gave you? Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, we are. You shouldn't cook on that stove. It isn't safe. It's too old. Oh, nonsense. It has character. Besides, it uses gas. And nowadays, that's so much more economical. You take my advice, Helen. 
Don't use that old stove. <laughs> it isn't safe anymore. Oh, and Gertrude, I have to run. I smell something burning in the kitchen. Um, look, I'll have Len call you when he gets back, and we can have a nice long talk then, okay? Helen, don't <laughs> use that... Bye now. <sighs> What's in a name? Well, it takes a lot of fine names to make Sears names stand for quality. Names you've always counted on, like Kenmore, Craftsman, Easy Living, and Die Hard. Names that kids and moms cheer, like Winnie the Pooh and Tough Skins. Names that are a part of your life today, like Permapress, Klingalon, and Winner 2. And, of course, there's Sears Best Products in everything from T-shirts to tractors. What's in a name? Well, it takes a lot of truly dependable names to make our name. Sears Roebuck & Company. Our anniversary, Charlie, and you're not eating. You're not talking. My mouth hurts. I got canker sores. On our anniversary? Oh, honey, stop hurting. Start healing with Camphophonique. Just a touch of medically effective Camphophonique stops pain of canker sores instantly. Helps speed healing by killing infectious germs and forming a protective Amartian shield. You're still not talking. No, but I'm eating. Stop hurting. Start healing with Camphophonique. The little green bottle full of first aid. Use only as directed. Because Len Doyle ignored his aunt's warning not to fly to St. Louis as he had planned, he just missed becoming a fatality in the crash of a jet airliner. And now his wife, Helen, has also received a warning. Honey, I'm back. You didn't say what size package I should get, so... So... What the... <coughs> Gas! Oh. Helen! Helen, where are you? Oh. Helen! Oh, for God's sake, where are you? Helen! Helen! Wake up! Can you hear me? Wake up! Oh, oh I've got to get her out, outside. Take another deep breath. That's it. That's it. Force all the gas out of your lungs. Oh, you feel any better? A little. Maybe I'd better call a doctor. No. No, no, no. I'll, I'll be all right. Are you sure? Yes, yes. <sighs> what happened? Oh, mm. flame on the stove burner must have blown out. Oh. I came back and the house was filled with gas. Oh. When mm. you didn't answer, I thought it was too late. Oh, I was, I was taking a nap. <laughs> it's my fault. I, I shouldn't have left the kitchen, but I, I didn't think it would hurt to let the sauce simmer a while. Oh, it's that old stove. Oh. It just isn't safe anymore. Len, that, that's just what Aunt Gertrude said. Aunt Gertrude? Yes, she called just after you left. I, I told her you weren't coming to St. Louis. Did, did you tell her why? No. Well, I thought you'd better explain that. <sighs> anyway, she, she started telling me the stove isn't safe and that I, I should be cooking on it. Well, she was certainly right about that. <sighs> Well, now that Gertie knows I won't be coming, 
We don't have to stick around here and wait for her to call. We'll go to dinner and give the house a chance to air out. Yeah. Well, it's not as good as your cooking, but I'm too hungry to be picky. <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. You know, it's funny how your Aunt Gertrude knew about the stove. Well, it's an old stove. She was probably just surprised to find out we're still using it. Yeah, but don't you think it's strange that something should go wrong with it right after she called? Oh, it's just a coincidence. Maybe. And maybe not. I I might believe it if if it only happened once, but she also warned you not to fly in that plane, remember? Helen, Gertie was hardly specific. I told you about that plane phobia of hers. I certainly don't think she's psychic, if that's what you're hinting at. Well... I'm just trying to make some sense out of all this, that's all. Has, uh, has your aunt ever shown any signs of being precognizant? Pre- oh, sure. Oh? Yeah, when I was a kid. Aunt Gertrude used to read tea leaves. Oh. Oh, now let me see. Um, can I remember any of her predictions? Oh, tea leaves, that's hardly She said I was going to be tall. Oh. Well, I'm 6'3", she was right about that. Oh. She said I was going to be handsome, (laughs) and I refuse to admit she was wrong there. Lan, I am trying to be serious. Oh, and once when I was in high school, after I broke up with my girlfriend, she told me I would meet someone else. Her exact words were, Don't fret if you get stranded on the highway of love now and then, because there'll be another bus along in five minutes. (laughs) Very funny. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Aunt Gertrude is drinking a better brand of tea nowadays. Oh, man. <laughs> After all, most of her predictions did come true, especially the one about my being handsome. How would you like this salad in your lap? <laughs> I'm sorry. The number you have reached is not in service at this time. Please check your directory carefully and dial again. This is a recording. Oh, damn. What's the matter? That is the second time I've dialed Aunt Gertrude's number, and I keep getting a recording saying her phone is out of order. Well, maybe you better go through the operator. Mm. Operator, may I help you? Yes, I'm having trouble getting through to a number. Could you please dial it for me? What's the number, please? It's long distance to St. Louis. Area code 314-555-2522. One moment, please. Thank you. I hope she has better luck. I'm sorry. The number you have reached is not in service at this time. Please check your directory carefully and dial again. Operator. Yes, sir. Now, I know that number is in service because I've received two calls from there today. Is there any way I can get through? I'm sorry, sir. The problem is at the St. Louis end of the line. It may be only temporary. I'll report it, and I suggest you try again in the morning. Well, I guess I don't have much choice, do I? All right. uh, Thank you for your help. You're welcome. No luck, huh? Ah, the line's all screwed up. I'll have to try again tomorrow. Well, I wouldn't worry. At least we tried. Someone's at the front door. It's kind of late for visitors. Yeah. Leonard Doyle? That's right. Good evening. I'm Marion Haynes from the Denver Express. 
I'd like to ask you a few questions about the airline crash this morning. Oh, well, it's, it's pretty late. Uh, can it wait until tomorrow? I'm sorry about that, but I've got a deadline to meet for the morning edition. I tried to call, but... Yeah, uh, all right. Um, well, come on in. Thanks. It won't take long. Uh, this is my wife, Helen. How do you do, Mrs. Doyle? Hello, Miss Haynes. Uh, please sit down. Thanks. I suppose you know that the airline released a fatality list with your name on it this morning, Mr. Doyle. Uh, since you are obviously alive and well, can you explain how your name got on the list? You did check in at the Union Airlines desk this morning, didn't you? Yes, but I never actually got on the plane. You see, I was going to St. Louis on business. And we were just so happy to see each other that we forgot to tell the airline that I wasn't on the plane. I see. Well, that certainly clears up the discrepancy. Oh, uh, honey, hmm? you didn't tell her about the call. Oh, you Helen. stopped to answer a phone call from your aunt. That's why you were late. Yes, you mentioned that. Oh, but uh, he didn't tell you that she warned him not to fly. Oh? And then this afternoon, she called no, uh, and... It, it was really nothing. Uh, uh, Helen seems to think my aunt's fear of flying is proof that she's psychic. Oh, well, thanks anyway, but I think I've got the angle I need. Now, I'd better be going if I want to meet my deadline. Thanks again for talking to me at such a late hour. Oh, that's okay. It was no problem. You're welcome. Good night. Good night. Good night. Helen, I thought we had all that psychic business settled. Why'd you have to bring it up again in front of that reporter? She probably thinks we're a couple of kooks. Well, I'm sorry, Len, but it bothers me. Aunt Gertrude warned us twice, and both times she was right. I just think there may be more to it than coincidence. All right. If you really feel that way, why don't we drive to see Aunt Gertrude? Oh, do, do you mean it? Why not? I still have to go to St. Louis to make that land appraisal. Yeah? I can take care of business, and you can have your curiosity satisfied. <laughs> Besides, the drive will do us both good. Nine thousand people work and study and train. Because AFCO is me. Money is key to people's lives, and when you deal with them on that basis, you have to assume a lot of personal responsibility. Nine thousand people rack nine thousand brains, because AFCO is me. We're not just lenders, we're often counselors, and at AFCO Financial Services, we feel that we are more professional. Nine thousand people are all working for the chance to prove that when you borrow, we know more. Phil, we have a better quality person in our particular field than any competitor because we train harder. Our people put you in the best company because AFCO is me. I do my homework, I guarantee you. Because AFCO. Ron Wozelchek, Somerset, Pennsylvania. Is me. The AFCO people in your town put you in the best company. Look in the phone book for the office nearest you. Vincent Price again, and here's the fourth act of Long Distance. Please check your directory carefully and dial again. This is... Damn. What's the matter? Oh, it's that stupid recording again. Oh. You'd think the phone company would have Gertie's telephone fixed by now. How am I supposed to let her know we're coming? Well, you wanted to surprise her. Anyway, we can always stop on the way and call her. 
Hey, did you put the bags in the car? Yeah. We can go as soon as you're ready. What's the matter? You look like you don't want to go. No. No, it's, it's not that. I, 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 I want to go. Well, what then? Oh, don't tell me you're having second thoughts about this. You're the one that wanted to have your curiosity satisfied, remember? I know. It's just that I have those book illustrations to finish. So you'll bring your work with you. Now, come on. Let's get out of here. Oh, I'll get it. Hello? Helen, is Leonard there? Oh, Aunt Gertrude. Oh, yes, he's here. Oh, Aunt Gertrude, we were just trying to get you. We've been... Just a minute. Hey, Len, it's Aunt Gertrude. Oh, good. Let, let me talk to her. Hello, Aunt Gertrude? Yes, dear. It's me. Oh, I have had a heck of a time trying to reach you. Did you know your phone's been out of order? I've been very worried about both of you. Yes, and we've been worried about you. As a matter of fact, that's why Helen and I have decided to drive over to St. Louis for a visit. No, you mustn't drive. What? Why not? What's she saying? She doesn't want us to drive. It isn't safe to drive your car. Leonard, do you hear me? Don't drive your car. Uh, Yes, dear, I, I hear you, but I don't understand. What makes you think something's wrong with the car? You must not drive your car, Leonard. Aunt Gertrude, how did you know about the plane and, and about the stove? How, how did you... Don't drive your car, Leonard. It isn't safe. Oh, but that's ridiculous. You, you can't just... Hello? Hello? Oh, for crying out loud. What happened? She hung up. But what did she say? Oh, I don't know. Something about not driving the car. Oh. She said it isn't safe. Oh, Len. Oh, now, come on, Helen. You're not going to tell me we should take her advice seriously. Yes. Yes, I am. She, she warned you not to get on that plane and about the stove. And what if she's right about the car, too? How could she be, honey? How could she know anything was wrong with the car when she's hundreds of miles away? But, but maybe... I, I know. I know she's psychic. Lan, what are we going to do? <laughs> Hey, uh, Mr. Doyle, she's ready to roll. Have you checked everything thoroughly? Yes, sir. I went over this car of yours. From headlights to taillights, there ain't a thing wrong with her. Just needed a few bolts tightened here and there. Mm-hmm. You hear that, Helen? There is nothing wrong with the car. And Gertrude didn't know what she was talking about. Well, maybe you're right. This, uh, Aunt Gertrude, she a mechanic? Oh, no, no. She's just an eccentric relative, I'm afraid. Uh, well, how much do I owe you? Oh, 30 bucks ought to cover it, plus an extra 10 for making me come out to your place to pick up the car. Hmm. All right. I just put it on this credit card. I'll get your receipt. 40 bucks, just to prove to you that Gertie isn't psychic. And to prove it to yourself. Yeah, well, I'll have to admit, I was beginning to wonder... But that is all over with, right? Well, I I don't know. Oh, Helen, believe me. The car has been checked out and everything is all right. We can't let a few coincidences start to run our lives. If we do that, we might as well lock ourselves up in the house and never go out. Now, 
Will you drive with me to St. Louis? <sighs> You're right, Lynn. Let's go to Aunt Gertrude's. Mm, that's my girl. Turn the radio off. Lan? Hmm? The radio. Can I turn it off? Oh, yeah, sure. <gasps> yeah, go ahead. Hey, you look sleepy. Do you want me to drive for a while? No, no. No, I can make it. We'll, uh, uh, we'll stop at the next town and uh, spend the night. Oh, good idea. I'll get the map out and see how far it is. Now, if I can, if I can get this, this flashlight to work. Just a minute. There. There we go. Let's see now. Uh, where are we? Um, Interstate 70. Hmm. We should be in Selena in about... Uh, oh, look out! Oh, oh. I must have dozed off at the wheel. Oh, honey, if you hadn't seen that truck. Len, it's happening. It's happening just like your aunt said it would. I don't understand how, how she could know. Len, do something. I don't want to drive any further. Please do something. I'd like two train tickets to St. Louis, please. Thank you. Well, any luck? No. All I get is that stupid recording. Mm. Her phone is still out of order. Well, we'll just have to go on then. But we've got to get hold of her, Lynn. Why? What if it isn't safe to go on the train? What if something is supposed to happen to us while we're on the train? Oh, honey. Well, we can't stay here. Don't... Don't worry. Everything's going to be all right. Helen, stop fidgeting. You're making me nervous. I can't help it. I keep thinking about... Well, don't. Think of something else. I don't know how you can be so calm. Because I am trying not to think about what might happen. Then you do believe that Aunt Gertrude is... is... Clairvoyant? Yes. I don't know. Maybe it's like those astrology columns in the newspapers. Practically anything that happens to a person can be made to fit those astrology forecasts because they're so general. Aunt Gertrude was very specific, Lan. Don't fly, don't cook, don't drive. Look, honey, maybe we're trying too hard to attach some personal meaning to what's really just a series of bizarre coincidences. If only we could have asked Aunt Gertrude about taking the train. Well, it's too late now. We made our decision, logically and intelligently, on our own. And if we're wrong? And we can kiss logic and intelligence goodbye. The conclusion of our story after these words. If you consider paint as more than just a covering for your walls, 
Consider quality True Test paints from True Value hardware stores. Hi, Pat Summerall to tell you that True Test Easy Care flat latex wall and trim finish actually helps protect your walls from stains and finger marks with its durable, scrubbable finish. Or choose True Test Satin Hue Flat Latex for a velvety finish that will soften your rooms and enhance the furnishings. Get True Test Easy Care or Satin Hue only at participating True Value hardware stores. According to this magazine, Stanley, we don't kiss enough. Look, I get these cold sores. It hurts to kiss. Stop hurting. Start healing with Camphophonique. Just a touch of medically effective Camphophonique instantly stops pain of cold sores, helps speed healing by killing infectious germs and forming a protective emollient shield. Bet our scores improved since a week ago. Way above average. Stop hurting. Start healing with Camphophonique, the little green bottle full of first aid. Use only as directed. Keep the change, driver. Lynn, she's painted the front door again. Well, we made it. Safe and sound. Thank God. <laughs> Thank Aunt Gertrude. Maybe she isn't home. Well, she should be. I know she doesn't go out much these days. Aunt Gertrude? Excuse me. Who's that? I don't know. Excuse me. You folks looking for Gertrude Cullen? Uh, yes, we are. Uh, I'm her nephew, Leonard Doyle, and this is my wife, Helen. Oh. I didn't know she had any relatives. We're a little worried about her. You see, we've been trying to get hold of her. Her telephone seems to be out of order. Oh, it's not out of order. Line's been disconnected for the last two days. What do you mean? I, I, I talked to Aunt Gertrude just yesterday. I don't think so. We both talked to her. You don't know, do you? Know what? What is going on here? Where is my aunt? Uh, I hate to be the one to tell you this. Your, uh, your Aunt Gertrude. She died a week ago today. A performance story from Phillips Petroleum. Prospecting for oil used to be a whole lot tougher. You had to lug miles of heavy seismic cable everywhere. Some places, you flat didn't go. Then Phillips came up with a way to search for oil without all that heavy cable. So here I am, Clyde Barroso, packing 38 pounds of RTU, a remote transmission unit, up a mountain. Our new equipment lets us look places where it was too hard to search before. And I'm glad we're doing that looking here at home in the States. Because any oil we find could be that much less we have to buy from some foreign country. Phillips Petroleum. Good things for cars and the people who drive them.
Mutual Radio Theater is brought to you five nights a week at this time. Tonight's original radio play, Long Distance, was written by Steve Sharon and produced and directed by Fletcher Martin. Your host was Vincent Price. Our stars were Janet Waldo and Lou Horn. Featured in the cast were Louise Fitch, Sidney Swire, Jerry Hausner, William Zucker, Stanley Director, Robin Braxton, and June Whitley-Taylor. The Mutual Radio Theater theme was composed by Nelson Riddle. John Harlan speaking. The Elliott Lewis production of Mutual Radio Theater is a presentation of CBI. This is Cicely Tyson. Join us again tomorrow when I'll have another story that illustrates one of love's many faces. This is Ajax with a reminder to join us again next time for comedy, music, mystery, and drama on CreamCityUSA.com.